Welcome to episode one of Determined AF. I think it's only appropriate that in this first episode, we cover who the heck am I, what my vision is for this podcast, and what I hope it can do for you. So let's start with who am I? Well, I'm always going to want to create a space here where we can all show up authentically and vulnerably. So that's exactly what I plan to do here on this podcast, starting with myself. So it's about to be like a blind date and you're wondering how and why this girl just spilled it all out before the appetizer even arrived. (laughs) I'm going to toss the most condensed version of this story out there and then you can decide if we get to move on to the entree portion or not. All right. So... I am a single mom of an awesome teenage son that I had when I was 19. So yes, I have been a mom for as long as I could basically call myself a version of an adult. I've lived on my own since I was about 15, which came after I started couch surfing between friends' houses, probably right around the age of 13, 13 and a half, which is absolutely crazy for me to think about since my son is 16 and I still stress out until I know that he gets home safely each night. So it's no surprise that without parental guidance or boundaries, I found myself like seeking validation and belonging in many of the wrong crowds in high school. While I did remain completely committed to schoolwork, I mean, I graduated with only five Bs on my high school transcript, I still graduated as a closet meth addict. And I would soon have an arrest record, and just months later, I would find myself scared for my life in so many ways. Well, with severe trauma, you can easily block out memories as a defense mechanism, and I certainly have my fair share of that. But I can remember the morning that I found out I was pregnant very clearly. I can remember it vividly. You see, I I had abandoned my home and I was halfway across the country from my hometown. I was in a hotel room when I had to accept that that little plus sign on the second test (laughs) that I had taken that morning was in fact telling the truth that I was actually pregnant. And it wouldn't be immediate that I was able to find stability, but it was immediate that I put down the meth. Even with the shit place that I'd let myself get to, I knew that there was no way I could ignore what this baby deserved. It wasn't easy. No, not at all. Uh, I made my way back to Oklahoma with my duffel bag and one blue Rubbermaid storage tote carrying baby blankets and clothes from the Goodwill that I had gone over to and just was kind of trying to get myself in this place to be really excited about what was to come, even though I was scared as hell. And I traveled back with that duffel bag and that storage tote, and I decided that I was determined to turn my life around and be the mom that my boy deserved. So from that point on, my improvement strides would just start to take off and and come. And some were much smaller than others. And sometimes the progress would feel like it, you know, was happening so small that it wasn't happening at all. And and sometimes that progress just looked like it would be, you know, it, it was moving from a crap trailer that had 
no kitchen, barely a living room space. Uh, I mean, I had to take cold showers while I was pregnant in the middle of December in this trailer. And uh, my boyfriend at the time even fell through the bathroom floor in front of the toilet, you know, but it, it was just total crap. But at least, you know, I had a home. I, and I hadn't had that, you know. I lost everything in my home when I left my hometown for a minute. Um, and we went from that crap trailer to another crap trailer, but at least the hole in that floor was covered by a piece of plywood, and the baby's room was already painted blue. And when I saw that, that's exactly what I said. I said, look, the baby's room is already painted blue. It sh- it's meant to be for us. You know, I had asked my entire family to forego any Christmas gifts or anything of that sort and just pull together and give me some cash so that we could get a deposit for that trailer with the blue baby's room and the hole in the floor that was covered by a piece of plywood. (laughs) You know, later from that would come, you know, trailers that were better than that one. You know, they were covered in cockroaches. I had to turn them into, you know, the local Better Business Bureau just to try to get some traction and some improvement. And then I went to another trailer where it was great except for the nosy landlord who lived behind us who, by the way, turned out to be a godsend in many of the ways down the road when I needed protective orders through the court, um, you know, for some abusive situations that I was in. You know, life was not easy those first four to five years of my son's life, but I was so damn grateful for so many improvements. I was grateful for that blue bedroom in the trailer. I was grateful for the job that I had that would get us away from those cockroaches. And I was just so damn grateful for every little improvement that each home brought. And you know what else I was? I was determined. I was determined as fuck to keep doing things better, to just keep doing better, to get myself back into college, to move from waitressing to something more stable, to get us into a house rather than a trailer. And yes, I still had other things that I had to overcome. I mean, I had to overcome physically abusive relationships, emotionally abusive relationships, judgment and stigmas that would come from a small town when everyone knows your business and your mistakes. But it didn't matter. I knew that if I kept going, I'd figure it out and a better way would show up. Eventually, I did re-enroll in college when my son started school. I held two jobs and went to school 15 hours a semester, including in the summer semester, because I wanted to get it knocked out. You know, I created two marketing departments from the ground up for small business owners to help them increase their revenue streams, to get the word out to their local physicians about the services that they actually offered. I I had admired pharmaceutical sales reps that came into the doctor's offices that I had worked in and I just thought, man, that looks like such a great job. And so when I got a chance to work for a pharmacy and for this uh, aquatic physical therapy company, again, both small you know, independently owned businesses, I thought to myself, man, they could really use a pharma sales rep to go out to these doctors and tell them about their services. And I'm like, well, wait a second, I could do that. (laughs) So I put all the things together and, you know, 
it was it was fantastic. It was such a great experience. I then went on and, and joined a sales team at an amazing locally owned jewelry store that was, you know, gave me an environment that surrounded me by people who encouraged me and saw my potential. And I, I'm not kidding. It was something that really started to shed light on there is still something more that I can do. I still have more potential in me. I eventually got married and we were determined to move away and give my son a better education and and we did. We moved and I started a career in my dream industry of medical sales. I rapidly rose the ranks and increased my salary by five times in just three years with that company. My eyes were just open to so much opportunity and experiences and I was just lit up with desire to offer more of that to my family. Now, I will say that that job, it still came with a cost and it took me a long time before I would realize the cost that came with that job. It took me a long time to realize how many of my values that I had suppressed to succeed in that role and it was really starting to take a toll on me. I had decided that I needed to find something else. I needed to find something that could fund the same sort of income level, but that was going to allow me to get back in touch with my own values and really live in a way that felt a lot more in alignment. So I decided to get my real estate license and I was determined to pass the exams on the first try so that I could escape that job. And I did just that. I gave my notice and I dove headfirst into this new industry with a bare minimum network of friends. I mean, it was sink or swim. And though I felt like I was drowning at first, I eventually hit my stride after being introduced to some serious life-changing mindset coaching. I started to feel lighter. I started to feel happier. I went on to be named Rookie of the Year candidate for our entire MLS. I have been a year-over-year top producer. I've become a trainer. I hold masterminds with other agents and so on and so forth. And I have to say, it really, really did start with going to this seven-week-long course with this amazing human being of a coach that I seriously hope to be able to bring on to the show one day because I really would love for my audience to be able to be impacted by her in the same way that I have. That program had so much mindset work to it that when I took that first coaching session, I, I really was doing it you know, to increase my business. <laughs> and I had no idea how much it was gonna affect me on a personal level and then the professional level. I mean, I found so much value in it that I ended up taking it back to back. You know, and I, I barely felt like I had the money, the expendable money to spend on this. It really felt like the right investment though. And so, and I'm glad because it became the catalyst for this love and this passion that I have around mindset and awareness and so much more work that would come. So yeah, I became a year-over-year top producer. I hit the ground running and I I loved it. And then the pandemic happened. (laughs) Business halted for a moment and it was just, what in the world do we do? I mean, those first few weeks, it was like we couldn't even get out and show homes. We couldn't even attend our closings. I had no idea what was about to happen. 
However, you know, after taking a, a good pause, and I, I mean that, a couple weeks, it was just like, uh, what next, right? Well, once it, the halt kind of stopped, <laughs> then came rushing out of the floodgates all these buyers in this business, and it exploded into one of the best years for our market. And while my business was exploding in so many great ways, my marriage was actually imploding. Early in 2021, uh, my husband and I decided that we would separate after almost seven years of marriage and we would go on to eventually divorce. Um, I told myself I was fine. You know, I kept going. I, you know, I say that I've been, we had already been in marriage counseling. I had been with an individual therapist who I still am with today. And I just am so grateful for her in my life because I continue to learn more about myself. I learned more about others, how to communicate better. And because I was in, you know, therapy and really embracing just mindset and awareness work, I really thought I was fine. I just, I kept going. I mean, after all, I had literally just launched a team at the beginning of 2021. There was no slowing down. I had to not only show up for myself and for the income that I needed now as a sole income earner for my household, for me and my son, but I also needed to keep going for their sake. I was in control and in really hands down responsible for their paychecks you know not to mention the market wouldn't let me slow down it was it's been booming right 2021 2022 had been absolutely insane with the market we didn't have normal cycles so you know so many things wouldn't allow me to slow down even through this divorce and then the holidays hit (laughs) And I had decided to buy my first investment property that I wanted to flip on my own. And so I had been working on those renovations simultaneous whenever the holidays hit. And the holidays, the first set of holidays after a divorce, you guys, I did not realize how much was catching up to me. Okay, I, I began 2022 by going on my first solo trip out of the country and I spent five days in Italy and I did this because I really needed to do something for me and when I came back, nothing could be the same. I realized that there's something more in me, that there's a passion that I have and that I really want others to get the chance to know some of the things that I know. And thanks to some amazing coaches and my great therapist, I've really come to recognize the strength in that determination that I've always had. For so long, I just thought it was survival. I, you know, well, I've got to do this. This is what I've got to do. And and with gratitude, I now see that I've not just been surviving, but I have been thriving. And to think that I could just keep pushing and 16 years ago I was restarting my life with just a Rubbermaid storage tote and just seven years ago I was making 10 times less than I do today. I remember my last CEO asking me if I was even thinking of my family and making the decision to leave that job and jump into real estate. That he was insisting that it was such a dumb move and yet I knew that I was determined to make it work. I believed in myself. Even if I had allowed him to make me doubt it for just another hour, 
you know, and I, I did. I spiraled into some tears for about an hour and had to pick myself up off the floor and say, Jamie, I believe in you. And so I realized then, like, I am. I am determined AF. Whether that is determined to be more aware or to grow, to improve my communication skills, to have purposeful systems, to feel fulfilled in my work, to impact others, to give my son a life of experience and opportunities, to earn an income that gives me that freedom to do that, to connect, to feel authentic, that I'm determined to build passive income and to have a career around something that I'm passionate about. And I'm determined to enhance the available resources for myself and others. There is incredible power in what you can do with your life when you believe in something. Your story, your goal, your dream, it may not be the same as mine. And I know that there are stories out there far more dire than mine. And yet, I wholeheartedly believe in the saying, where there is a will, there is a way. I mean, I even got a tattoo of the little Viking symbol for it to remind me daily. When you are determined, no one and nothing can stand in your way. I've been fortunate to have great mentors along the way to help create a safe space to encourage me to be the designer of my environment, to seek out resources and opportunities, to utilize this natural skill that I have of problem solving and connecting dots. It's my vision and my goal to bring you real life stories and tactical strategies that I've not only learned through my many hours of therapy and coaching and life experiences, but to also bring on guests to tell their success stories and what tips and strategies they can offer from their experience. So whether it's you're determined to build your dream business, to be a better communicator, to create leverage in your life, to connect with yourself, to become more purposeful, to master your schedule, to quit your job, to run a marathon, to buy a yacht, to travel to Europe, no matter what it is that drives you, I believe this could be a space for us to explore all of the tactics and all of the things that could continue to motivate you towards that dream. We all have the capability of being 1% better tomorrow than we were today. We don't need to take big strides every single day, but we do need an environment that encourages us, that motivates us, and that really fosters that safe space for us to believe in ourselves. I hope you'll find that in this podcast with me. I am determined to create that space for myself and for all of you. 